Well, hello there. This is Scott Rosberg with the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And before we get into today's episode, this is just a reminder for all of you who were listening last week that my new book, Trouble in Discovery, Remington Rises Up, which is book number two in the Remington Roberts fiction series, uh, that's releasing this Friday, July 30th. And for those of you who read the first book, Ultimate Team Player, Remington Reunites the Team, you'll remember it was the story of a young man. He's a junior in high school. He's a point guard on his basketball team. And it's about he and his, him and his teammates trying to make their way through their, get to their divisional tournament, trying to win the tournament, trying to get to the state tournament. They've got a variety of goals. Uh, but they have one major obstacle, and that's one of their teammates who is uh, quite selfish and doesn't really have that ultimate team player attitude that the main character, Remington, does. Um, and so if you read that, you uh, and had a lot of positive reviews on that. A lot of, a lot of people really enjoyed that. Uh, it, I wrote it for athletes, middle school through high school athletes and their coaches, and I had a lot of people in both uh, of those groups tell me how much they enjoyed the story. Well, if you read that and enjoyed it, you're going to love this one. Because this now moves into Remington's senior year. And uh, the selfish player is gone, but a, a new kid has moved in from out of state. And he brings some of his own troubles and his own um, challenges. And so uh, we see once again... Remington and his teammates and the coaches having to try to navigate this world of challenge. Uh, it's also a good story for coaches who you should really watch how the coach deals with the situation and at times doesn't deal with the situation and what that provides in, in the way of challenges and then also what works and doesn't work. Um, I purposefully wrote a lot of those elements in there for us as coaches to try to figure out what what would I do? What should uh, this coach do? Um, the book also takes the relationship between Remington and his friend Jenny into new realms and new levels. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's an extenuation of the last story. You don't have to have read the first story to uh, understand and enjoy this story. It does help. It will help you understand them more. That's why I actually have discounted uh, the first book, Ultimate Team Player, both uh, on Amazon and on my, on my site, so that you can pick it up um, and read that uh, for um, before you read the first, the second one. And uh, so the discounts are nine ninety nine for the paperback and ninety nine cents for the ebook. So. Um, your barrier to entry on book number one is very low. So anyway, if you're uh, interested and you don't, it, you don't have to be a basketball person and interested in basketball, the lessons in it carry over to all, all sports and actually into life. At the end of each chapter, I have an ideas to consider section with a couple of questions for you to be thinking about and kind of like, like I said earlier, asking those questions, what would I do or what should he do? Um, and it involves a lot of different elements in there. So anyway, wanted to make you aware of that this Friday, July 30th, check out Trouble in Discovery, uh, either on Amazon or on my site, slamdunksuccess.com. And now it's on to the episode. 
Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best, so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. All right, and welcome back to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is episode 71 of the podcast, and as those of you who have been following along for a while know, we've been making our way through John Wooden's Pyramid of Success over the last few months, and um, he had 15 building blocks that we made our way through, and now we are working through the mortar elements, the, the elements that, as, as he would say, kind of bind everything together, bind the blocks together. The first mortar element we did was ambition, and then last week we did sincerity. And today we move into uh, a quality that I, I love and have always liked this as a, uh, I've used it as a team theme. It, it actually is one of the 10 team themes in my inspiration for the graduate book that I wrote for coaches to give to their graduating senior athletes. Um, uh, I liked it so much I, I included a, a chapter on it, and it's adaptability. You know, adaptability is such a key quality for us to all have, no matter what we do and no no matter what realm we're talking about. It's why I felt it was an important one to include in in that graduate uh, gift book, because we need to teach kids, and that's what graduates are. They're kids. They're going to head out either to college or off into the world, into the military, they're going to need to understand the value of being adaptable to all the situations that are going to come after, come at them in life. And so that's why I, I thought it was an important one to include in, in the gift book uh, inspiration for the graduate. And uh, obviously it's something extremely important according to Wooden too because he, he has it as mortar number three. And if you remember in the first couple of uh, mortar episodes I mentioned Wooden said these could be kind of moved around. They, there's the order that we go in is just the order that he chose, but yeah, they could be worked in different areas. Although last week the sincerity mortar kind of worked well with the the you know certain building blocks of cooperation, team spirit, uh, loyalty, things like that. But uh, adaptability can work anywhere, and it's needed anywhere. And so Wooden said, you know, adaptability is being able to adjust to any situation at any given time. That's just a, it's a simple definition, but it's a great definition. And by the way, if you remember, I want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. Uh, We're getting all of the ideas in, in this series from Coach Wooden's Pyramid of Success by John Wooden and Jay Cardi. And um, so, yeah, this is adaptability, being able to adjust to any situation at any given time. There's not much we can be sure of in life. We can be sure that there's going to change, be changes, though. That you can count on. 
there will always be changes that are going to occur. You know, the, the key is, is uh, how are you going to react to the changes? How are you going? Can you, are you prepared for changes? And then when changes do occur, how are you, how will you react? Um, and then not only react, but are you going to grow from it? Are you going to learn from it? You know, so you know, change. Uh, I always love this quote. I probably should have had it as one of the quotes in here. I didn't, uh, but I probably should. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. And uh, I don't know who said it first, but I've always loved it. In fact, I might do an episode on that one uh, eventually. But, but that's a key. And so things are going to come at us. How do we react to them? You know, with the, since change is inevitable, those people are inflexible. Like, and as Wooden said it, bullheaded, stubborn. They're never going to make it all the way to the apex of the pyramid. You know, if you want to succeed, you have to be able to adapt to the circumstances as they come out, as they happen. You know, and so that includes both what we cannot change and what will take some time to change. You know, and he said life itself underscores this dynamic. Think about you know, the seasons of life that we pass through from childhood through the various stages of, you know, of being a kid and then moving our way into adulthood and old age and all that. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are going to happen to us through the course of our life. If we're not adaptable, we're just going to struggle with life. Each season brings about change, much of which we cannot control. Okay, we just don't have the ability to control a lot of the things that come at us. If we fail to adapt, we fail to move forward. I love the way Wooden put that, um, you know, because uh, the way you adapt is going to really determine which way you end up going and how you end up moving. Hopefully, you adapt, you do what you need to do, and forward is the direction in which you move. Coaches are going to find this, you know, you're going to have to adapt to changing personnel. Those of us in the you know, middle school, high school ages, every, you know, every year you got new kids coming in or coming up to a new level, you know, and so you're going to have total turnover over the course of every four years. College coaches, my gosh, depending upon the level, those of those who are at the, uh, at the highest levels, now the best players are what? They're one and dones. And so every year you're bringing in a new really good player and then that player is gone. I'm talking there about basketball, of course, but in all the different sports, you just don't know how long you will have the various players that you're going to have. And so, and even if you have them for all four years, that's great. But all of a sudden, Every year, some are gone, and you got to adjust, and you have to adapt to who you have coming in and who you have coming up. Um, you know, we also, not only the people, but the various things that we do, depending upon your sport, the various strategies and tactics, the various skills you're going to teach, depending upon the year, depending upon, uh, you know, the type of team you have, that's going to determine a lot of what you teach and how you teach it. And so... To take advantage of the different circumstances that we as coaches have, and then just in life, you know, the, all the different circumstances that are going to come at you, we have to survey the situation and then make the necessary adjustments to it. So, yeah, we might need to bring in new people. 
We might need to change certain routines. We might need to change how we perform, how what our actions are, what our routine, our different. I mentioned routines, but then what the different things we do based on those routines are. We'll be back after a quick break. The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. He talks about you can plan out road trips, and I'm going to get into this in a little bit, in in a little more detail. But you can plan out, you know, you're going to go on this trip down to the last detail, and then, boom, something unexpected. You're going to get a flat. You could have – a few years ago, I was um, flying – two years ago, I was going to fly from Georgia up to speak in Montana, where I have lived most of my uh, later adult life now. And, uh, but I have been down in Georgia. We were, were taking care of my father-in-law and here I was ready to go up and speak at a school. Uh, it was right at the start of the school year. This is the time in August when, you know, when that is when we get most of our requests for speaking at preseason parent athlete meetings and you know, working with coaches prior to the season. So here I was, I was going to go speak up in a small town in Eastern Montana so I got my got to the airport. All everything's all set up. Oh, there's an hour delay. Okay, I'm not speaking till the next day in the afternoon. Things will be fine. Okay, the hour delay turns into about an hour and fifteen minutes. But okay, we board. We get on the plane. The plane backs out. We're still supposed to land. A similar to you know pretty close in time. Uh, and then there's a storm. And uh, now the plane had to go around the storm. It added 20 minutes to the time. We landed when my next, my connecting flight was taking off, which meant, uh, okay, some of you are thinking, well, okay, you just get another flight. Well, I landed at 11 o'clock at night. I think it was 1030 at night. The next flight out to Billings, Montana was not until the afternoon the following day. I was supposed to be in this town four hours away from Billings, Montana, <laughs> uh, in the afternoon. So it, it didn't happen. We, I, so, so I, you know, those are the types of things you, you have to try to do the best you can and, and, you know, prepare for things. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. So the whole time I'm on the phone connecting, talking with the athletic director, you know, trying to figure out the best plan of attack. We decided that, you know, I'd come back in November. That ended up not happening either because their football team made the state playoffs, made the state championship. It just didn't happen. We still still have not gone back. It's a school I had spoken at before, uh, but we just have not been able to to get it set up. So this these are the types of things that happen. You have to to be you know ready for those things when you know they might get thrown at you. Uh, You you know we always love the concept of control the controllables, which is great. 
but even the controllables aren't always guaranteed. And, um, you know, I couldn't control those things. Those were out of my control. I could control my reaction to that. And so I did the best I could with the, with the controlling those reactions. Um, you know, we change, we, we change what we can, but if we get too concerned or involved and engrossed in the circumstances over which we have no control or the things we can't change, then those circumstances are going to end up having a negative impact on the ones that we do have control over. And so, like I was just saying, sure, control the controllables, but even those aren't, aren't always guaranteed to be controllable, but don't even try to control the things that you can't control. The key is that we make sure that we be adaptable to what happens to us. And so here's a major irony. As I was just recording that last little section, what should happen, but this happens in, uh, I use a software for recording called GarageBand. And uh, this happens to me quite a bit. And I'm I've tried to figure out, you know, been online and looked, tried to figure out what go, what's going on. Why does this happen so much? But um, all of a sudden, the the recording stopped, and then I get this message that says disk is too slow or or uh, over. I can't even remember <laughs> what it says on there, but it just stops. And so that just happened to me. And here I am, I'm in the middle of, you know, saying what I'm going to say, and all of a sudden it's, it's done. And it's like, and so I say a few choice words that I don't, I'm not going to say on the, on the episode. And I got up and I just decided to take some deep breaths. I go and refill my water. Uh, I'm doing laundry at the moment. So I went downstairs and switched over the wash to the dryer, kind of reframe my my mindset get myself back into a good space come back up and here we go and we're back at it and so you know we have to be able to you know i was saying work on controlling the controllables and don't worry about what's out of your control well right now this situation that occurs is out of my control i'm trying to figure out how to fix it, how to adjust to it um, so that it becomes in my control at some point uh, in the future. But right now it isn't. So, okay, I just have to adapt to it. I have to... Did you hear that? It happened again. And I thought I would leave that in so you can hear what I'm dealing with. <laughs> and it ha this keeps happening. Disk too slow or system overload. And so I have to figure out what that problem is and how can I get to a point where I can quote unquote control it as a controllable right now it it is out of my control so so anyway this is a great uh, segue into the first of our quotes we've got uh, six quotes that you're going to hear today um, and the first one comes from uh, the, I mentioned this before I said I would be get kind of getting into this concept before I guess uh, I actually talked about this quote uh, in episode seven of the podcast comes from the Scottish poet Robert Burns. Uh, and it also led to the title of a great John Steinbeck book of Mice and Men. And the quote, uh, quote is, the best laid plans of mice and men sometimes go awry. It actually in the old Scottish was 
gang after Glay or something like that. But but it meant sometimes go awry. And uh, I've always loved this quote. It's one of the reasons I had it in one of the early episodes because I, I used to have talked with my kids about this before. You know, we can have the greatest plans laid out for how we want to do certain things and how we foresee them going. And then, boom, something's going to happen that's going to knock us off course. And we have to be ready to deal with that. So no matter how well out, how well we lay out our plans for something, something can alter the course of that. It, by the way, just happened again while I was recording, and I had to go back and redo this. So, uh, But we'd find this in strategies and game plans and all that all the time, you know, those of us coaches. Uh, so what are you going to do when things aren't going well? Well, you adjust. You do what the next quote says. And this is another one that we've had in the uh, in earlier episodes, episode 33 with uh, Judd Damon, the athletic director at Flagler, College, Flagler University down in Florida. He, uh, he did a great, great episode on a quote that I've used for all my years of coaching. It comes from the movie Heartbreak Ridge. Gunnery Sergeant Tom Highway, played by Clint Eastwood, says to all the time, you improvise, you adapt, you overcome improvise, adapt, overcome. And I've loved those three words together. And I've, like I said, I've used them for so many years of my coaching, my teaching of my students, my raising of my kids, the, just me and my own life. Because you're constantly going to have things thrown at you that you have to be ready to improvise on. You have to adapt in some way. And then the goal is overcome whatever it is that's been thrown at you. So I've always loved that one. This comes from the Japanese author K. Okakura. I hope I pronounced that right. The art of life is a constant readjustment to our surroundings. That one I have in my, uh, in fact, I think I have a bunch of these in my uh, inspiration for the graduate book. But that's exactly it. I mean, you're constantly readjusting to what's going on around you. William Frederick Book, psychology professor, said, Learn to adjust yourself to the conditions you have to endure, but make a point of trying to alter or correct the conditions so that they are most favorable to you. Oh, I love that. You know, because I said before about not being able to control certain situations, right? I'm struggling with this whole thing with GarageBand, and, and that's the software, and I'm struggling with how, what do I do with this thing? And, you know, it's just right now out of my control. Well, you know what's in my control? I'm probably going to decide to switch softwares to Audacity. Um, I think that's the name of it. Uh, I was looking at doing that anyway uh, for when I start doing my audio books of my books. Uh, I've been told Audacity is the way to go. Well, maybe I'll start doing recording the podcast with it as well. And that's a way to hopefully prepare myself Maybe that'll have its own problems, its own situations. But I like what, what William uh, Frederick Book here is saying that, okay, you have to be ready to adjust and adapt when things happen, but try to do what you can to alter situations so that they do uh, work out in your favor. I love that concept. Uh, Nolan Ryan, uh, one of the all-time great uh, baseball pitchers. Enjoying success requires the ability to adapt. Only by being open to change will you have a true opportunity to get the most from your talent. And so I like what he brings in here, the concept of talent, because some people just, you know, focus so much on talent, 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 that's everything. 
And there's so much more to success than just talent. I'm in the middle of this outstanding book that many of you of you have read called Grit by Angela Duckworth. Oh, my gosh, there's so much great stuff in there. I'll probably be doing some quotes from that. Uh, and, you know, it, it, the, the focus of the book is that, yes, of course, talent is important. But it's, you know, how do you get through the things? What kind of grit do you have to get through things? And this is part of being adaptable is having that grit to just keep getting through it and so nolan ryan saying saying only being open to change will you have a true opportunity to get the most from the talent that you have yeah you have the talent but if you can't deal with things that get thrown at you who cares what kind of talent you have you aren't going to be able to to handle you know yourself in such a way that you're going to have success and finally coach k mike krzyzewski from duke university college basketball coach you have to adapt what you do based on who you are. And a leader needs to be a part of a mutual adaptation that forms a combination of the best of everyone. And so, you know, there's a couple things here. You have to adapt what you do based on who you are. All right, so you, you know, Nolan Ryan just mentioning your talent. Well, you, who you are, what you have, you come to this in a certain way. You're going to adapt based on that. But as a leader, we need to be part of a mutual adaptation that forms a combination of the best of everyone. So we're leading a team. We have to be part of getting everybody to adapt mutually. We're all doing this together to help us all be our best, but also help our team, our organization, our group be its best. And when we can all do that together, oh my gosh, that's when real success happens. So love that concept that it, it goes from the individual adapting to how do we bring others into this? Well, let's get that mutual adaptation forming a combination of the best of everyone. Great way to end that from Coach K. Uh, so yeah, so that's adaptability. And I love the concept of it. I've always, as I said, that's why I put it in my, uh, my graduate book. I've always loved this concept of you know, us having to be able to be adaptable in life if we're going to have success. And so, so yeah, that brings us to the end of this mortar element. Next week, we will move to the next one, and it is honesty. So come back next week to hear what John Wooden had to say and other people who we'll see who you, you get to hear from in terms of quotes on the concept of honesty on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. We will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. As I always ask, please do us a favor and leave a short review and subscribe to the podcast. Your reviews garner that much more interest in the podcast and get that many more people hearing the messages of inspiration and impact through the use of quotes that we share on this show. Also, check out slamdunksuccess.com. That's our site where we have so much more to offer to anybody who is interested in working to become the best they're capable of becoming. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Coaches.